9.28 p.m. You know what I'm saying? 9.28, we up in this bitch. 9.28 p.m., we here. We chillin' as I angle the camera right now. There we go. 9.28 p.m., we in here. We in New Way Radio. New Way Podcast. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in lately. I can't stress it enough, but shout out to everybody that's new to the Instagram. The Instagram pod, the Instagram podcast looks like it's getting up there. Shout out to everybody that I'm showing love to everybody that's been showing love to me. Shout out to everybody. We're gonna be soon. We're gonna be having T-shirt giveaways. As you can see, I got my clothing line on, original clothing line. You know what I mean? We out here wearing this brand. We doing what we gotta do. We making things happen. This right here. You can get you can definitely get this only through the podcast or through the website. You can get it for free through the podcast. You can buy it on the website. I'll fix my shit real quick. Make myself look good on that shit. But um you can order it or you can win it. The way you win it is we'll be having contests soon. Probably next week we'll be having like a little raffle, some shit like that. And we'll be giving away original t-shirts, original hats. We'll be mailing them shits out. And we'll be sending them shits out to people who win, who supports the podcast. The Instagram podcast. Um, For those who are tuned into the audio podcast who are listening in their cars or wherever you have because people do listen to the podcast I want people to understand that people do listen so for those who are listening to the podcast we got something for you also don't get upset we got some shit for you too you listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio or Spotify or um, Google or Anchor you leave me a comment you leave me a comment on the website, on the podcast, and you also will get free gifts. You'll get a shirt. You'll get a um, hat. you definitely get something. You know, so, so whoever leaves me a comment on the Anchor podcast, voice comment or whatever, trust me, you'll be hearing back from me. You'll get free merch. You'll get whatever, you know what I'm saying, because the support is greatly appreciated. So today... Today we're talking Tupac, Tupac Shakur. Tupac would have been 49 years old today. So we're going to give praise. We're going to talk about his legacy and his legendary career. We're going to talk some Tupac. We're going to also talk um, little Beyonce, little Alicia Keys. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk other stuff. House Negroes. So in this order, the podcast is going in this order. Tupac Shakur, House Negroes, and Beyonce and Alicia Keys. 
And I ain't talking verses. I'm talking who would you rather. You had, you could spend a day with one of them. Who would you spend a day with? Beyonce or Alicia Keys? That's the vibe for tonight. Shout out to everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. You got, you could be anywhere, but you're here. We're at New Wave Podcast. We drinking rum and we drinking rum and we drinking we drinking rum and lemonade. That's your drink today. So, to, today's Tupac's birthday. I'm gonna tell y'all about some Tupac. I don't have no personal Tupac stories, but I'm gonna tell you about how I was introduced into Tupac. And I was introduced into Tupac through the movie Juice, right? That's what I can remember. I'm listening to Pac. I'm watching Pac. Up until then, I'm hearing him. I'm hearing him. You know what I'm saying? So we hearing his voice. We hearing the words around him. But I start growing on. I start. I start really liking Tupac when I seen the movie Juice, Above the Rim. Poetic Justice. I started really liking him when I seen the movies he was in. Because let's be honest, nobody on earth, nobody on earth was a Tupac. You know, let's be clear. Let's let's be real. Nobody on earth was a Tupac Shakur fan. In the early 90s. Because we didn't know who he was. We weren't Brenda Had a Baby fans. Until he died. This is a fact. You know what I'm saying? So when I see people talk about Tupac, 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 Tupac. It it, kind of bothers me. It kind of bothers me. You know, the reason why it bothers me. Is because these are not really Tupac fans. These are Tupac fanatics. They are they are talking Tupac because he's dead. They're fans because he's dead, right? Now, when Tupac was alive, he didn't have he didn't have he didn't get the respect he got until he died. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. That's my humble opinion. Tupac wasn't Tupac until Tupac was dead. You know, because a lot of people were Snoop Dogg fans, Biggie Smalls fans, Wu-Tang Clan fans. Nobody was a Tupac fan until he changed his life and went to death row. He goes to death row. He starts writing all these songs and he's writing all these songs with all this bad energy in it. Now people start liking Tupac because he reinvented himself. Nobody was really a Tupac fan. But we're not trying to shed no hate on Pop. What we're doing is we giving praise to Pop. For his birthday. Today's his 49th birthday, right? It still talks about Tupac being dead. 
still talks about him being alive. People don't really know. Ah, me personally, I think he's dead. I think Pac is dead. Pac is dead and gone. Pac is out of here. He's up there somewhere. But when Pac was alive, when when Pac was roaming this earth, you know, like I said, I started being a fan of him through his movies. And then when Pac started rapping, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, the dude got some fire. So Tupac was like a rope, like in basketball. Right, right, right. Most of his fans were on the West Coast. So say, let's take sports, for instance, right? Let's, let's, let's act like rap is sports. When I was coming up, Tupac was Clay Thompson. He was a role player that scored a lot. It was he wasn't talked about amongst the motherfuckers that really was balling. He wasn't Biggie Smalls. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about Biggie, but Biggie came out the gate he was popping. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about Nas, but out the gate, Nas was popping. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about Wu-Tang Clan. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about Snoop Dogg. Rappers like Too Short had their own movement. That was crazy. E-40. But Tupac was like a role player in rap. He was a role player. He was a role player. He was Clay Thompson with The Rock. He wasn't Steph Curry with The Pill Boy. He was not Steph Curry with The Pill. Because, like I said, nobody knows. Motherfuckers look at Tupac and be like, that's the ball with the UNLV hat in the black and white video. Brenda had a baby. That's that rapper. But let's move away from that. Because that's my version of Tupac. Let's move away from that. Let's talk about Tupac now. You know, one of my worst moments of hearing Tupac was when he made Hit Him Up. First off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boy, it's fuck for life. You know, that really fucking hurt me. Because I was like, God damn, where he get this fucking energy from? Why is he so fucking angry? Why did he change his whole style up to be this new guy? Just to disrespect Biggie Smalls. And yeah, we understand there was a lot of hands involved. There was a lot of rappers. There was a lot of business people involved. But that's not the Tupac I know. But still moving forward, that's the Tupac that everybody knows. That's the Tupac that people know. He dismissed his past, moved on, 
and started disrespecting Biggie Smalls, disrespecting New York, disrespecting Mob D, disrespecting everybody on the East Coast. Let's not forget Chino XL. And he got a name of doing shit like that. You know, I heard somebody say he was a troll. He was definitely trolling. Hard body Maserati. You see, now, say if Tupac would have... See, I'm not a really a Pac fan. I'm a hip-hop fan. I'm going to give it to you the way I give it to everybody. I'm not really a Tupac fan, but like I said, we're not going to shed disrespect on his birthday. We're going to praise him on his day. But the reason why I'm not a Tupac fan, because I don't think that he was like being authentic. I don't think he was like giving it. I think he was, I think he created this character, Machiavelli, and he ran with it. For the paper. Because. Because. The West Coast didn't have an identity. After Snoop. It was kind of like fizzling. It was kind of like going sour. So they had to turn him into this guy. California. Knows how to party. California knows how to party. In the city, city of Compton. You ain't from Compton, dog. We keep it rocking. We keep it rocking. You're not from Compton. But I'm not trying to shit on Tupac, like I said. I'm not going to shit on him. I'm just going to give you facts. We're going to praise him on his day. Because Pac, after that, like I said, Pac was moving in a lane. He was going in a lane. He was in a lane. He found a lane. But then he figured out he had to get out that lane. He fucked up. You fucked up. He had to get out that lane. You know you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not a fan of him, but I like his music. I Sometimes I, I often play his music, like California Love. I play that because the beat is good. The beat gets to you, right? But see, people don't understand. You got to realize who you rooting for. When it comes to this sport, this is a sport. Like I said, let's take, if rap was a sport, he would be a role player. Yeah, he ran with, he ran with the image. Some people thought that's, that's who he really was. This is, I'm reading, I'm, to, to the podcast, I'm reading off Instagram. And then he ran with it. And that's when the real gangsters come in. See, the juice roll really did it for him. See, when he played in in those movies, when he when he did what he did, he was the um guy with the big African piece. That didn't do it. They had to find an image for Tupac. 
They found it in juice. Piggybacking off of what my man said. They found the image in juice. After the movie Juice, he became this. He had to live up to his. He had to live up to that shit. He couldn't be the Tupac with the nose ring. He had to be the Tupac with the nose ring and the big ass chains and everything and the Versace and all this other shit and the rings, the shave, clean shaven head. He had to be that guy. Hollywood will make you. They made Tupac to who you guys listen to now. Because Pac wasn't, because I didn't grow up off that Pac. See, I listen to music. I know Tupac for the Tupac he was. When he, this shit right here that he transpired into is okay. It's good. You know what I mean? I listen to it. I rock with it. But that's not Tupac. You see, I'm slowly but surely becoming a not a Jay-Z fan, but I'm a Jay-Z representative. I like what he did. But Jay-Z been Jay-Z throughout. Yeah, he was Hawaiian Sophie, a fan. But understand, he been coming from that. He been he really been preaching the same shit for years. Biggie Smalls. You didn't see Biggie Smalls singing before he was rapping. Biggie Smalls been edgy and gritty when he came up. He's been the same guy. Nas been the same guy. Tupac hit a wall. He bounced off the wall. He became death row. You know, it's a lot of guys that's on the West Coast that might be like, well, fuck you talking about, cuz, like, blah, 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 blood, this, that, and the third. What's wrong with you? You can't never disrespect Pac's name. But, oh, yeah, wait a second. I can say what I got to say because I'm entitled to my opinion, and I don't think I'm saying nothing wrong. See, we don't know the Pac y'all know. Y'all try to tell us about this guy from Oakland and all this crazy shit, but we don't get that Tupac. But see, on my platform, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep it 100. I'm, the only thing I'm going to say is happy birthday, Tupac. Happy 49th birthday. You know? Happy 49th birthday to Tupac Shakur. But, I want people to understand. I want people to understand when it comes to authenticity. He might be authentic to you, but his music is not authentic to me. You know, like I said, when he made Hit Him Up, I was really crushed. I was hurt. I was like, God damn. You know how many debates I had? Yo, he shitted on Biggie. He did this to Biggie. Violated on Biggie. Violated. Da, da, da. Shitted on my deep. He said, have prodigy got sick of cell. But I'm listening to these dudes. And I'm like, as we get older, I'm like, y'all was listening to a character. He was, he was really an actor 
rapping. He was an actor rapping. Living out his... He was putting his acting skills to rap. And when dudes tried him, it wasn't no director going, action. The motherfuckers really got the touching on his ass. They got the clapping. They ran up on him and they so they 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 put that they put that motherfucking they put that motherfucking ride to him. And when that motherfucking ride got the motherfucking hitting, he was in the elevator. He got torched. But shout out to Tupac Shakur for putting out that music, man. It's now forty nine, man. We talking, we talking hip hop. We talking everything. We talking, we talking music. We talking Tupac Shakur. I know a lot of motherfuckers probably gonna hate hate on me on this podcast. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? They gonna say what they wanna say. But let's be one hundred with it. If we gonna have, if we can, let's be one hundred with it. We talking house Negroes, right? We talking these house Negroes, house niggas. I gotta get into the habit, you know what I'm saying, of not saying the N word because my sons. I gotta, I gotta figure out how to. I, I gotta stop saying. Because my sons, you know what I'm saying, Italian and black. I got to stop saying the N-word. I got to stop saying nigga. But today we talking about house niggas. And I ain't going to say house Negroes. I'm going to say house niggas. So, I want to talk about that shit. Because it, it's, it really, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm one of them guys. I go to work. And I work. And I do my job. But I don't kind of respect authority. I don't like cop. I don't like supervisors walking around me and shit. I'm one of them motherfuckers. I think if this was the slavery days, I'd have been a runaway, a runaway slave. I'd have probably got my back probably have been fucked up. You take my shirt off, I'd have probably had lashings like a motherfucker. But it's just certain shit I just can't get with. And that's nigga shit. You know, I understand people don't like the word. I understand people don't like this. But you motherfuckers invented it. So, fuck, you got me getting mad at me for it. You know what I'm saying? We got it. We say it. Y'all shouldn't have brought it in the discussion. Y'all shouldn't have said, get that nigga boy. Or get that nigga bitch. Y'all motherfuckers could have called us something else. You know, but now... It's like... I don't condone house nigga shit. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You got the guy at the job or you got the girl. They run around. They do anything the supervisor tells them to do. House nigga shit. They run around. They not even, they not, they just being yes men. They telling on you. They doing this, they doing that. Anything that motherfucker make they ass look good. House nigga shit. You know, I don't like that shit. I I can't stand that shit. I hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think that people should grow up 
And people should be, there should be a rule book. Like when you get older, when you be 21 years old, when you say on your 21st birthday, you should be granted access to a book on how to live your life. Don't do dickhead shit. Should be the first paragraph. Don't do dickhead shit. In bold letters. Big bold letters like cross the page. And then you'll be alright. You know what I'm saying? See, see the thing is the reason why I'm saying this. Is because I was in the store. I was in shop right. Shopping. Buying some shit. And this happened a while ago. Not too long ago. So the lady goes... The lady, the white lady, yells at the girl, the cashier. She talking crazy, though. And I'm like, damn, like... Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I tell the lady, yo, calm down. Like, what you doing? Why you yelling at her like that? You know what I'm saying? Because, see, me, I have to do it. I think it's my duty to do it. I can't mind my business when I see shit like that. Certain shit I could turn my head on. I could just be like, I don't see that shit. But this, I had to say something. Because the old lady was trying to use that slave shit on the girl. And I was like, yo, like, yo, chill. The fuck you doing? Like, calm down, relax. So the girl is trying to cooperate with the little old white lady. She's doing her best. The white lady, like, just being disrespectful to her. You ring me up. Hurry up. Do what you gotta do. I'm just exaggerating, right? I'm exaggerating. So, but that, but that's kind of like what she was saying. So the supervisor comes over. The supervisor, I'm because I'm like now I'm in the back. I'm like, yo, hurry up! Like, what's going on? Ring this lady up so we can get out of here. So, um. The lady comes, the supervisor says, is everything all right, ma'am? The white lady says, your cashier said, this is not the slavery days. I ain't got to listen to you. I lost my motherfucking marbles when I heard her say that shit. I said, yo, what? I said, really? Now, here's where the house nigga shit comes in at. The security guard comes in. He's black. He says, I heard her say that. I said, my man, you fucking lying. You ain't hear her say that. You fucking lying. Why would you tell this lady that shit? He said, yo, bro, how you know? You was all the way back there. I said, dog. I said, you know what? You right. I told the lady, I said, miss, can I talk to you on the side? The supervisor, I said, let me talk to you. I said, bottom line, that girl didn't say that. The lady was being vicious with her mouth. One thing led to another. The supervisor, I had to talk her to believe me. I had to use my words to make her believe me. Like, motherfucker, like, we shouldn't have to, have to do that. You should, what happened having the girl power? You should take your co-workers back. She really was about to tell the girl to leave. I had to... I had to fight for this girl to get her job. And the white lady said, oh, these guys want to just do this. They think because they're black, they can do it. I said, whoa. 
You know, it took every ounce of motherfucking power in my motherfucking body for me not to slap her motherfucking teeth down the side of the fucking aisle. Because that shit was definitely about to go right out her fucking mouth. You stay in your fucking lane, old head. Before you fucking have a dinner appointment tomorrow. One that you don't want. Because we don't fuck around with people like that. And the dude was really sticking to his shit. He was really trying to get his fellow African-American sister fired. I'm like, my man, I had to talk to him on the side. He like, yo, yo, I don't appreciate that shit. I said, look, look, homeboy, get away from me, man. Right fucking now. I said, you don't even know if this girl had is a single mom. You don't know what's her situation. You don't know if, she, if her house fucking burned down. She homeless. She working from a shelter. Like my nigga. My, like my dude. Show some fucking compassion. And stop fucking trying to line your pockets. And get a fucking bonus. You're a security guard dog. You're not a fucking ATF agent. My nigga like chill. You know. So when I say house niggas. That's a house nigga for you. Trying to appeal to these motherfucking white motherfuckers. And it's not cool. You know, my wife is Italian. I don't care. I don't have to sugarcoat nothing. It is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and motherfucking play games with people. You know, if it's a motherfucker that you want in your... If you, if, if you want a motherfucker to be quiet, you got the wrong person. Because when I see something wrong, I'm saying something. And that's the thing about us. That's the thing about people like me and people like them. The them motherfuckers shouldn't be around. The us motherfuckers. It need to be more of us and less of them. More people that speak their mind. And less of them. Because if I wasn't there, the girl would have lost her job. She would have been fired. She would have been fired. She would have been done. She would probably have been crying. You don't know what the fuck she got going on. Bills. Mortgage. Motherfucking online business she trying to run. She just can't pay the monthly fee. Now y'all took bread out of her pocket. You don't know the situation that people go through. So when I say motherfucking house niggas, y'all motherfuckers need to, need to stop that shit. Stop that shit. And that shit happens from this level to this level to this level. All the way up. You see it all around. You even see it in the street. You got house niggas in the street. You know, I call house niggas yes men. You motherfucker acting like a little house nigga. Stop that shit. Stop the bullshit. Let's stop the bullshit. Let's fucking grow up here, alright? Excuse me. Let's grow up. Let's stop acting like we need somebody to motherfucking put a stamp on what we say. You can't stamp dickhead shit we can't do that stop kissing these supervisors asses when you at work 
You go to work, work, get the money, go home. Don't be at work doing the dumb shit. Because you got people that you don't understand. You don't understand people's background. That's the thing. People don't have a good understanding about people. You don't know what this person got going on. But yet and still, you're so quick to be King Kong ding-along. Ding-dong. Ding-dong, King Kong ding-dong, you dickhead. You can't do shit like that. You got to recognize, you got to understand that you playing with people's lives. There's lives out here. It's real life people. This real life really goes on. And I believe what goes around comes around, man. So we got to stop shit like that. We got to put a stop to shit like that. We got to stop biting each other's back out. We got to stop spewing dirt on each other. We got to stop just being fucking corny. Stop being corny, motherfucker. Be a real nigga. Be a motherfucker that... And I ain't saying be a real motherfucker like go out and shoot 10 people and walk home. Work. Do whatever you got to do. Do honest shit. Do good shit. Do shit that makes you happy. That shit that your conscience can say. Do shit that your conscience can say, my motherfucker. You really made me proud. When you close your eyes or when you look in the mirror, when you like go night night or some shit, your conscience should say, my guy, you really motherfucking impressed me today, man. I want you to understand something that tomorrow you're going you gonna to hit it big. Don't be the fucking asshole that's trying to motherfucking get a rank up in on nonsense. You motherfuckers trying to pull rank on dumb shit. Motherfuckers to go home and talk to their wives dirty about you. Honey, you should see what the fucking guy did today. Told on like 30 people. I mean, I don't understand what was the problem. I don't understand why he doesn't like these people. You know? Don't be the fucking dickhead that's trying to get a rank for nonsense. Don't be that dude. A lot of motherfuckers are trying to be that guy. You motherfuckers are dying to be the head of the asshole club. It's stupid. It's dumb. You know how many motherfuckers is just trying to do shit just to do shit? Yo, you seen what the fuck I did yesterday? Like, you're a fucking clown, dog. You're a fucking clown. When do we separate the weak from the obsolete? When do we do that? When do we separate the weak from the obsolete? Can somebody explain that to me? When do we separate these two motherfuckers? Because, obviously, a lot of people don't get the picture. They don't get the bigger picture. The lens is so motherfucking clouded. Like, it's like they looking through a lens like this. And they not seeing the lens like this. They not understanding. They not understanding. Like, like yesterday, I talked about racism. The motherfucking racist motherfuckers don't understand. 
to somebody get a motherfucker license to carry, to all these black motherfuckers get licenses to carry their guns, and they put some motherfucking lead in your ass and give you a permanent motherfucking limp. You motherfucker walking around here like the hunchback of Notre Dame because you want to you want to play, you want to be mean and spiteful and talk that racism shit. But look, we come off the hip with that shit. And now what? You want to be a best friend now, right? You want to be cool? It's it's okay now. We should shake hands, right? No. Pow. You see what I'm saying? See, if see, black people got to be more smart, more smarter now. Because now you can get a license to carry. You can get a license to carry. You got the right to bear arms. You don't have no felony. Go get your motherfucking gun license. The motherfuckers talk that hot shit, you give them some hot shit. You see, that's the thing about these niggas out here. These house Negroes. You got these motherfuckers out here running around talking crazy. And they do some bodily harm to you. They want to try to try to back up their words. You give them some lightning bolts. Chase their asses with that lightning. Give them that thunder. They'll be alright. You know, they'll be alright after they feel that motherfucking shit fizzle, sizzle inside of their motherfucking leg or some shit. And them bullets burn. You know what I'm saying? You don't fight fire with fire, but you don't play stupid shit. You don't play that ignorant shit. You don't play that dumb shit. And this is what I'm saying about like house niggas racism black America we need to grow up we need to grow up we need to fix our mental and we need to straighten it the fuck out and we need to live according to the rules and at the same time bend them shits a little bit you know what I mean Cause you know how many hood motherfuckers got got houses with no guns in them? Get the motherfucking guns. You ain't got no felonies. Get your lady. Tell your lady get that license. Let's go. That motherfucking license to carry, man. I need some. I need to feel safe when I'm riding in the car with you. I don't want a motherfucking get out the car and dudes surrounding me, and we ain't got. And they surrounding me with sticks. And I ain't got no motherfucking fireworks to light to, to light at their ass. Because see now, like I said the other day, fear moves people. So if ten white people pull up on you with a motherfucking baseball bat, and they tell you get the fuck out the car, you getting out that motherfucking car. You ain't driving. They say, get the fuck out that motherfucker car. You get the fuck out that car, boy. Get the fuck out the car, you nigger, nigger, nigger. Get the fuck out the car. You getting out that motherfucking car. But if they call you to get out that car when you got that stick on you, it's a different story. You see the narrative changes. You see now they don't want to know. They don't want no parts of us because now they know that we playing. We playing the game. They playing. You see, because 
what what's been scaring black people for years was guns. Guns been scaring us. Guns been scaring us forever. The motherfuckers riding on their horses. They get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pow, pow, pow. You know, the motherfucking black people running like a motherfucker. They're like, what the fuck going on? That motherfucker on an animal running at us like that. On a fucking animal on a horse. You know, them black people, like, he on a horse shooting in the air. They think the motherfucker crazy. They had a right to be scared. That's what I said a couple of days ago. They had a right to be scared, but the difference is we ain't scared no more. We ain't running for no animal because we know we could punch that motherfucking horse in the side of his fucking face. And that motherfucker would just go like this and fall. There's no more fear now. So we got to stop being fearful. We got to stop being scared. We got to stop we got to stop letting house niggas invade our privacy. You got to straighten these little dickhead motherfuckers out. Listen, we putting a sock in your mouth. You have no more say so. Sock in mouth. Shut up. Because it's real now. It's real now. Tables turn now. We are no longer the minority. We are the majority. But people don't understand that because they're uneducated. So educate the lack of education will slow you the fuck down. Education will bring you up this way. We are not the minority. We are the majority. And it will it will never it will never change. And I can say never. It will never change. Because a lot of white people don't even want to be white no more. Them motherfuckers want to be different. They don't want to be white. They like, oh, we fucked up. We ashamed to be white. Them motherfuckers want to be different. They want to be girls. They want to be men. They want to be black. They want to be Chinese. They want to be toys. They want to be fucking tigers. They want to tap their skin up all types of crazy shit. They don't want to be themselves. They want to be us. But we often imitate it. We can never be duplicated. So people got to get that in their mind right now. I was talking today. I said, I couldn't remember what I wanted to talk about. I had to look on Facebook. I said, I'm talking about Alicia Keys and Beyonce. Because I was listening to Iron Man. I don't know one of them ghost face albums. And you know the end of it said, Who would you fuck? And they said, Rain, rain, go away. Come back another day. And they talk about the girls. Like the girls, like, who would you fuck? Badu or such as a Bahamadia. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, like, Beyonce, Alicia Keys. And I'm looking at Beyonce. And I'm looking at Alicia Keys. And I'm looking at Beyonce. I look at Alicia Keys again. I say, God damn, I don't know. Uh, those two for fucking thoroughbreds right there. Those two motherfuckers right there. I'm talking about Lord only knows. 
Alicia Keys is a motherfucker, dog. Alicia fucking Keys is beautiful. And when, I'm talking about what makes her even better is that you don't see too much ratchetness from her. You don't see a lot of motherfucking bikini action from Alicia Keys. You don't see no thong action. You don't see no high heels. You don't see makeup. You don't see crazy fucking eyelashes and shit. You don't see that. You said the beehive. See, now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one thing. I would fuck with Beyonce... But when I look at Alicia Keys, I look at Alicia Keys and I'm like, that's just pure beauty. That's just elegance. That shit just like, Alicia Keys is like a lobster. When they bring out that motherfucking lobster, they put all that motherfucking fruit and vegetables around that shit. They say, here you go, sir. You just sitting there like, God damn, I'm about to eat all this. You know, that's Alicia Keys. Beyonce is like she official. I can't say nothing bad about Beyonce. It ain't nothing you can say about the motherfucker. That's why those two right there. Erica Badu vibes is damn sure crazy. We talking Alicia Keys and Beyonce, but Erica Badu is another day. But see, now I definitely would fuck with Erica Badu. Yeah, my man said Alicia Keys is beautiful. Beyonce looked like she a little more fun to be with. Now look, I understand where you're coming from. I understand. I understand. I 100% understand. You could drink Hennessy with Beyonce. But it looked like you could smoke some loud with Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys looked like she motherfucking look, take it, take it down. Like she had hit that... And she'll take you to another fucking lane. And you'll be like, God damn. God damn. Alicia, you hit the you hit the blunt like that. See, Beyonce look like Beyonce look like she a little more fun. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Beyonce look like she a little more fun. But Alicia Keys look like she'll let that motherfucking hair down. Alicia look like she'll let that hair down and she'll hit the bong with you. She'll laugh with you. She'll tell you some get high jokes. You sit there, motherfucking eat a, a whole thing, a, low, a whole pint of lo mein with Alicia Keys. Laughing. Watching good times with Alicia Keys. You can look like you can watch motherfucking Sanford and somewhere. Off the, off the, off the, off the THC, dog. Beyonce looked like she smoked CBD. Beyonce look like she's CBD head. Alicia Keys look like she popped that shit. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, if if, if, Jay, if Jay could pop up in here right now, Jay probably be like, you right, dog. She ain't smoking that purple. She ain't hitting that motherfucking bomb like Alicia. Alicia look like she taking that bomb back. And when she do, you're going to be like, you're going to be more relaxed. See, Beyonce look like she more fun. You can move with her. You can play with her. You can do all that crazy shit. But I'm talking about 
Alicia Keys like a lifesaver. That shit looked like it lasts a long time. Like you could really vibe with her. On some chill shit. On some chill shit. You take her motherfucking ass to Dubai and you'd be straight. You know what I mean? You could take her anywhere. You would have fun with her. Shout out to Beyonce, dog. Shout out to Beyonce, dog. Shout out to fucking Beyonce. The whole... I know a lot of dudes like Beyonce. Because her ass is fat. And all this crazy shit. But she... She really do it to me. She get me to the way... I, I be looking at Beyonce. I be like, damn, I could, I could school. I think I'll be alright with Beyonce. But I look at that bitch like Alicia Keys. And I'm like... I'm like, nigga, like, no. Fuck that. I'm leaving the club with her. She look like... A1 steak sauce You know what I'm saying She look like motherfucker You sliver that shit on the motherfucking prime rib She's good to fucking go Like real shit Like and, and it's the thing And it's the thing like I was never I was a Beyonce fan But I was more of a Kelly Rowland fan Than a Beyonce fan I like Michelle than Beyonce Kelly Rowland do it for me Like Beyonce is okay, but I'm taking Kelly Rowland on a... I'm taking Kelly Rowland. And some Red Lobster buns. Let me get her to go, dog. We out. We out of here. We swimming, man. We we gone. Find the nearest, the nearest hotel with a fucking hot tub, and we out of here. Let's roll. Me, Kelly, and... Red Lobster fucking cheesy rolls. We out of here. You feel me? Because cause it just only looked good. It looked right. It looked right. And what did it for me with, 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 with Alicia Keys, I don't know about any videos or nothing like that. I don't know if she did any videos that did it for me. But I've been a Alicia Keys fan for years. And it's like, it ain't like her body got... See, when I'm talking about Alicia Keys, I'm not talking about body and her thick, her ass got fat, her face got... She been beautiful for the whole... From the come up. It's not like I'm not even talking about no fucking shit other than her body. Her personality just looks right. I see her. I could look at her like you could sit on a motherfucking couch, right, and lay on a couch. Say you were just chilling with your fucking flat screen right there, and Alicia Keys just on the piano. Nigga, you could look at her with some fucking boxer drawers on and just be like, God damn. Look at this motherfucker right here. Shit. Swiss Beats. Shout out to fucking Swiss Beats, nigga. That motherfucker scored one. He had a million dollar ticket, man. He had a million dollar ticket. You sit across that motherfucker's sofa bed and just look at her like, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you, God. You can look at her and just daze off. Like, yo, let's just... Good night. Let's just go watch Lifetime. It's just it's lifetime time, Alicia. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Which leads me to say, of verses, 
I would like to see a versus between Beyonce and Alicia Keys. I really would like to see a versus between them two. They need that. And I got a little bit of time left on this podcast, about nine minutes, eight minutes to be exact. I would really like to see a Beyonce and Alicia Keys versus. I would like to see their two faces on the screen. I want to see them do it. But Beyonce is so up here and Alicia Keys is so up here. It's like, motherfucker, who do we talk to to get this shit started? Because the industry, while we're on quarantine for the for the remainder of this quarantine, we need to see that. We need to see that. I think hip-hop needs that. I think music needs that. R&B world needs that. Beyonce and Alicia Keys. You know what I'm saying? See, the thing the thing is, is like a lot of these verses that are going up against each other don't make a lot of sense. Like Jill Scott and motherfucking Erica Badu, that was okay, but like really? You know what I mean? That shit ain't hit hard like how a Beyonce and an Alicia Keys would hit hard. You know what I mean? Jill Scott and Erica Badu, it don't hit that hard. Cause people are people are Jill Scott fans, cause of her her words. They like how she sings, but motherfuckers really not Jill Scott fans. Some people listen to her music, but it just didn't hit. The impact didn't like pow. It didn't do nothing to me. It didn't like smack me in the face. Like oh shit, Jilly from Philly. It was more or less like all right, cool. I'm gonna tune in. You know what I mean? I tuned in and I tuned the fuck right out. You know what I mean? It really wasn't popping like that. It didn't do nothing for me. But you gotta have some impactful people going verse for verse. Like the the like the like the beanie man shit was sick, man. Cause see them motherfuckers had the energy with it. They brought the motherfucking energy. See you gotta have you got to have some shit like that. You can't just say versus A and B. You got to have some verses. You got to have some energy. You got to be You got to be able to be like, yo, this is going to be the fucking main event. It's like boxing, man. Ding, ding, ding. You got to have these motherfuckers got to be able to square off. That's what reggae shit was about. Them sound clashes? Them sound clashes were about squaring the fuck off. Nothing but energy. Nothing but motherfucking vibes. Nothing fucking drinking Guinness Stouts, Heinekens, no fucking Coronas, smoking weed. No motherfucking bullshit weed. That shit just in the air like... You know what I'm saying? That's what it was all about. That's what the verses is all about. The energy. I don't think they were bringing the energy. They were just, what they were doing with these verses, they were just putting names together. The thought. I think this would be good. Let's make them do something together. Let's talk that shit. No, it was, it's the energy. The music. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
when you put like a guy like Beanie Man and all these guys together, and you can put any reggae artist against any reggae artist, and them motherfuckers gonna bring that motherfucking music. I don't give a fuck if he the underdog or not. That motherfucker gonna sound like that's all you need. If you wanna hit a tuna bitch, say say pula. That's what I'm talking about. That's the energy you need. Not this shit that these motherfuckers got. Like, last year when I wrote this song, I was in quarantine, and I think that we should bring this right here to the table so that people can hear it. That's like, bull, fuck wrong with you. Nobody want to hear that shit. You going to do a versus? Do a versus. Do a fucking versus. Do some shit that's going to rock the fucking world. Beating by the garden alone. That shit right there, come on, son. It's New Wave Podcast, New Wave man. We out of here, man. I hopefully I see y'all, man. I'm not gonna be here for Thursday. Thursday Thursday I'll probably be here. Friday I know I have to work. Um I'm alive. I'm looking at the time. I got 47 seconds left. Thursday, I got to work. Friday, I'll be away. I'll be doing my podcast on the beach. We're going to be smoking some weed and talking shit. We're going to be wilding. We're going to do the live. The live probably going to be a little bit lit, but we're going to hang out. We're going to do what we got to do. Um, my man should be playing some music tomorrow. It's New Wave Podcast. We out of here. I'm going to drink some more of this motherfucking rum and I'm out, man. Y'all be safe, man. Peace.